0: Welcome to SBCA's Lumber Connection podcast, where we discuss today's market and explore tomorrow's trends. Here's our host, Molly
1: Butts. Hello and welcome to Lumber Connection. It's late in the week of July 25th, 2020, and I'm in the studio with Justin Binning and another of my regular or at least semi-regular guests, Jeff Hoggard. Both Justin and Jeff are from American International Forest Products, or AIFP. Welcome back to the podcast, gentlemen. Thanks, Molly. Thanks for having me back. All right. Absolutely. This is great. So here's the thing. All three of us are just freshly back from the most recent SBCA open quarterly meeting, which was held this past Monday through Wednesday in Boston, Massachusetts, which is actually why Jeff so graciously has joined us while Ken stuck around in Boston for an extra day or two. So, guys, first, it was so great to see you both along with Ken in person this week. It's been too long. Second, how about those Red Sox games? That was a blast. And third, I really, really enjoyed all of our breakout sessions. There were just fantastic conversations happening everywhere all week.
0: Couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I really, I, obviously, you know, great to see you guys. I get to see... I get to see Justin and Ken every day, so I mean, I guess I could have done without them, but I guess you know, nice to have them in the mix there as well. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> but no, I I, I really agree. Uh, you know, I guess first that that was the first point. Second point, yes, Red Sox games. Uh, you know, fantastic, great first experience. Uh, yeah. You know, there at Fenway, so uh, really you know the opportunity yeah. to do that. Um, and then yeah, the quarterly meeting itself, uh, a, a good time. Uh, You know, we were we were talking about it. It's, uh, you know, what a a great time to to finally get to put some faces to some names, Uh, you know, get to know get to know a lot of people. And uh, I look forward to uh, to the
1: next one. So absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I I agree on on
2: all fronts there. I'll, I'll keep it brief, Molly. I'm sorry, but I just Fenway, if you haven't been guys, I mean, in your baseball person, which I'm sure it's probably on your list, but it it lives up to the height um what a cool experience and yeah. phenomenal stadium culture that's around it obviously the history there but um yeah very cool and then you know this was my first event in really a, a two two year two plus years and man i've missed it um you know i miss the people um the relationships the new relationships that i formed over this this past uh uh oqm it just um I feel like such a blessing to be a part of the SBCA and such a special organization. You know, I couldn't couldn't be prouder to be associated with all of you. So, thanks for having us, and and super stoked. Looking forward to the next one. And I know Ken. I uh, talked to him briefly today. He shares the same sentiment. He wanted to say hi and thank you to everybody. Uh, again, we're just very thankful that we get to be a part of it and of the success of the SBCA and and uh, continue to bring value to its members. And awesome. So thank you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, really, the thanks goes to you guys. You've really committed to helping with this podcast where, you know, we have this every couple of weeks. And when one of you can't be here, you've got someone great like Jeff coming in. I really appreciate that, too. So we appreciate you guys. I'm glad you had a chance to finally see some of your fans. I know there are a lot of folks that listen, and we definitely appreciate all the folks that tune in every couple of weeks, too. So. Yeah, good stuff. Well, let's give them what they came for, guys. So specifically, I was part of a small group session on lumber volatility, and I think we're going to be bringing some new things to the podcast here and there. But we thought we'd just sort of stick with our traditional podcast today. Uh, There's just so much we'll need to sort of hash through and decide what we want to interject in little pieces here and there as we move forward over the next few months. But let's start with a regular update and we'll go from there. So if you guys would just start by giving me a snapshot of the lumber market over the last couple of weeks and we'll see how things go
0: take it away hogs well uh, you know I think uh, we, we were talking about it here before we got to to start the recording uh, you know be, being out here the uh, the last uh, I guess handful of days if you include you know travel time and, and being over the weekend uh, you know we've we've been in a market uh, that is, has been in a, a smaller trading window obviously the volatility that uh, that we've seen here over the last couple of years is not something that that we're looking at right now. Um, you know, when, when I left here at the end of last week, uh, it was, it was in a situation where we were just kind of sliding sideways, uh, you know, on, on a lot of products. Um, we've had a a lot of jobbers hitting, hitting the market and, uh, and buying up a lot of wood, filling a lot of the, filling up a a whole lot of the reloads, especially out West here, uh, for, for a lot of jobs that are going to be going. And, uh, that was something that was somewhat anticipated. Obviously, you know, studs are something that, that typically lead the market up and down and, uh, we were we were seeing a lot of stud purchasing uh, and being done in volume. So, like I said, you know, seeing seeing a lot of that. Uh, still not a lot of buying at the yard level. You guys still playing it very close to the vest, which is something that we anticipate continuing. I don't think anybody's going to get super heavy on inventory at all, um, and that is something that uh, that I think coming coming back in here, um, you know, the last 36 hours uh, and and really trying to reestablish a feel. I'm looking at this as a as a market that I believe is is going to, you know, kind of let off a little bit and and to just kind of go into digestion mode. Uh that's really my two cents uh and and where I believe we're just going to kind of ping-pong back and forth for the remainder of the third quarter we'll we'll see some some ups and downs but it, but it will not be nearly as aggressive as we were seeing before. Uh, again i mentioned the last couple of years we've had some high highs and some low lows and they were they've been some steep cliffs and some steep climbs but we're going to be in a much smaller trading window and it should be a good opportunity for uh for people to to balance some uh some inventories and uh i, I guess get back to a regular trading market
1: That sounds positive. <laughs>
2: yeah. JB how about you? Yeah, like there You know, there's been a little bit of a change. Um, I think what I'd like to start with, you know, obviously Jeff has touched on Western species, West Coast species, probably a little bit of the inlands, probably trending the same. Uh, when we look out of uh, both Western and Eastern spruce, there's definitely been a uh, halt in the appreciation of pricing at this point. And I'm curious to see how that affects yellow pine. You now, we've seen it in studs as well. so. The upward price movement and trend has halted. Uh, we're seeing a relative flattening of pricing and also starting to see some discounts come to fruition as well. So I hearken it really, I mean, to uh, the Lumber Rona maybe um, and how it will affect uh, Yellow Pine. You know, people are starting to mask up in Western and Eastern Canada with, uh, with, with fears of uh, falling prices. And I'm curious to see if that's going to happen with yellow pine because really the trend in pine has been extremely strong over the past several weeks the narrows and jeff dutch jeff touched on the jobbers they've really been the biggest digester of product here um with obviously a lot of business down through the southwest and southeast with that said um the one change that I would say I've seen over the last week is a little bit of slow up in the central and east side zones in, in terms of takeaway. Starting to see more available prop product come to market. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a, a full spectrum wide in terms of of items like MSR still very very difficult to source in most lengths. Your high grades two by four again we've touched on that number one difficult to source long lengths been difficult to source that really hasn't changed, but I think a lot of sawmills producers have felt like july has been better than they expected and i feel like they're expecting maybe a a a tone shift in august and i don't think i would disagree and again when you talk about uh other species having effects on other species when you start to see again western spruce eastern spruce doug fir start to flatten out it creates a negative sentiment in the buyer's mind doesn't matter if they're, you know, if they're buying pine and it's still going up, they start to get very leery at that point, thinking that, you know, some call it the magnet theory. So something <laughs> to keep an eye on, but I will stay still at this point, West Side Zone has really been the standout and continues to be so. So we'll see how that change uh, affects and how it, if it does affect yellow pine here in the near future, it's my guess that I think we will see a, a slowing in August. Some of the factors, though, in this current trend that we've been in, unprecedented heat, right, in tons of locations yeah. throughout the U.S. Um, I've heard more start stories, you know, when I was at the SBCA talking to some folks. I was at the SLMA uh, event in Colorado Springs prior to that. Talking with many sawmills and, and you know, as I'm, I'm talking with customers while, you know, at these events as well. They're seeing things happen with their lumber that they've never seen before <laughs> um, due to 113 okay. degree heat and humidity. Um,
1: really, right. It's really- The humidity especially, right?
2: Totally, yes. We have one mill, it's an air-dried mill, and imagine what that heat and humidity's done to their product and the process sure. that, that they have. Um, so it's hampered, <laughs> it's hampered a lot of people's production. Um, and I feel like that production piece- where it's been hampered in a lot of areas um, has has helped keep pricing on an upward trend as well still hearing of COVID (laughs) you know it's still a thing in the south I had a mill that had shut down for almost a week because of a COVID outbreak so that hasn't gone away fully either does feel like some changes in the air Um, obviously we've seen some changes but um, I I think pine is um, you know has a potential to You know, level out and maybe change directions here in the near future.
1: Can Can you both add to that, and maybe just a little bit of an update on transportation? I know the last time we talked, or maybe even the time before, it seemed like things were starting to get a little more regular, a little more access to real cars, a little bit easier to find a truck. Uh, But that was something that came up in one of our discussions. Just still some frustration in the market with regard to transportation.
0: I think that uh, we've definitely seen some easing. I guess I'll use that word again in in terms of the. In terms of rail, uh, still certainly a ton of frustration out there. I can, I can speak to one of the mills that I deal with out west here that uh, I've got a car that is, that is three weeks late. Uh, you know, materials that's mm. just been sitting on yeah. the ground, just waiting for it. So, uh, it, it, it ebbs and flows. Um, but I think overall, uh, we're we're looking at a better situation, albeit but slightly better in terms of trucking. I really chalk this up to to any improvement that I see in just in an, maybe an understanding that I need to be using a whole lot more money per mile than, you know, and, and me fighting that <laughs> as long as I did, sure. um, you know, all the way up. <laughs> I mean, it, it's one thing for it to uh, to hit my wallet, you know, when I fill up my truck, you know, any time that I need to, but, you know, to have that understanding and, and to just to be using the correct freight, uh, you know, I think has made a difference. It was just a, I think a really rough time uh, you know, for a lot of guys to try to get um, you know, and commit to the idea that they were gonna need to pay that much more per mile, you know, to get anything moved. Um, so if anything, that's what I'm chalking sure. it up to. We certainly aren't seeing any more influx of of truckers. If anything, we're losing them at a at a pretty substantial rate. So if we're not willing to pay yeah. the freight, they're just gonna go somewhere else and either get paid or they're not just, <laughs> they're just gonna flack and move on to something else altogether
1: all right, j b yeah,
2: I would say one, you know with at american we're we're certainly blessed to have a tremendous team that's got multi decade experience in trucking and relationships, and so we've you know we get our stuff moved, thank goodness, I feel blessed that we we keep moving freight, but I haven't seen a big change in in rate um you know we've obviously fuel prices come down a little bit, um not seeing that reflected in, in any fuel surcharges. I have noticed some lanes are moving better than others, and you, there are some spots where we are seeing better rates than other lanes. Of course, we're moving freight though, so it's getting moved, it's getting done, prompt as we've talked about in podcasts. Podcasts past, yeah. it's not an overnight delivery still. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: just getting prompter. I hope. Yeah, I feel
2: like it is <laughs> though, you know, and, and uh, it. it's 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 not getting any worse, and so I take that as a win. And Jeff made a lot of good points too, right? In terms of capacity, we're not necessarily adding it, but as we look at where we are from a pricing standpoint, trajectory standpoint, it looks like we may get into a better balance too with kind of supply and demand in terms of loads to truckers too. Yeah. Maybe that's a bright spot. Maybe we'll see some, some rates start to ease back at some point. That's a hope so, but we'll see.
1: All right. Well- that was a that was an excellent snapshot of the last couple of weeks. I appreciate that. Do you guys have any final thoughts before we wrap up for the day?
0: No, I think just be just be you know c- continue to be mindful, um, you know, on a day in and day out basis. Where it might be something that that you know, if you if you felt like you had inventory here over the last couple of years that you thought you could maybe take a day or two away from it, I, I don't think that this is going to be the kind of market where you're going to really. Have that chance, uh, especially if you're gonna keep the inventories low. I would say at least have a finger on the pulse for you know a period of each day or or every couple of days or whatever your buying patterns are because uh, this is going to be a market that, like I mentioned earlier, might I believe will stay in a shorter window. It is uh, or or excuse me, a smaller trading window a- again, you you could very easily find yourself missing something, you know, just by t- by taking a day away. Uh, and I think. I might feel more of that just because I've been away for a few days, but it, but it can happen just that quickly. So that that would be the only thing I'd say.
2: Yeah, business is still very good out there. the The heartbeat feels good. Uh, cus- you know my customers are staying busy. Um, they're managing their inventory with less inventory, mm-hmm. so they're able. They really have to stay in the market more often. Mm-hmm. So they're able. They really have to stay in the market more often. So I just say, you know, it's always that communication piece and and making sure that you've got somebody advocating and understanding your business, understanding your needs, the products you, you need, when you need them, um, the quality that you need, and having somebody that can best uh, get you lined up for correct timing. Um, I think there's definitely a value to represent itself here as we move through the month of August on many items, and I think there's an opportunity to buy potentially better than you have the last 30 days. So. Stay aggressive, keep looking for deals and uh, communicate the best you can with the ones you trust. And I think you you'll you'll be just fine.
1: Excellent. Excellent advice. Well, I think with that we'll wrap up our episode for this week. Justin and Jeff, thank you so much for being here, especially after a long, I know both of you had some long weeks of travel before this. So I really appreciate the commitment to us as always. I've enjoyed our time together and I look forward to our next installment of Lumber Connection. Have a great night guys. Thanks
0: Molly. You too. Thank you, Molly. Again, great to see you. Thank you. This has been a Lumber Connection podcast by SBCA. If you have a question you'd like a guest to answer on a future podcast, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.